Rusty Quill presents. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Listening to Hainai by Matsi Dapul. Episode 10 Sinapian Part 1. Hey, any luck? Talk to the lady who put the cabinet up on Kijiji for sale. Seems like she inherited a bunch of stuff in storage from some older relatives. And just wanted to get rid of them for cheap, since they were taking up space. No leads beyond that so far. Okay, um, sure. But I wasn't talking about the case. Oh, but, sorry. Had all that magic work on the brain. You know, can't believe I'm turning into Donner. <sighs> You're fine. No, I meant with, uh, you know. With... Oh, no, uh, he hasn't returned any of my calls. I'm thinking he got freaked out for good and ran. I don't blame him. Speaking as the foremost expert of freaking out and running when it comes to all this, I'm at least a little bit surprised. Mary seemed so sure he was the real deal. You'd think she'd be right about this sort of thing. Hmm... It's a very charged, hmm. What's on your mind? Wait, you don't blame Mary, do you? <sighs> I wish I could, but no, I don't. Ashvin seemed like he knew what he was doing until he didn't, and I trust Mari. Oh, yeah, you sound super trusting. Well... I may not have run, but it's not like I'm not entitled to my own little bit of freaking out, so sue me. But, yes, I, tr I trust Honor with my life, and he trusts Mari with his life. And me and Mari got through some crazy stuff together, so I do trust her. But? I'm just, I don't know. She and Donner haven't exactly been on speaking terms lately. Not after the night he stayed over. He wouldn't talk about it either. Yeah, it's been like a month since then. Do you think they... <laughs> Absolutely not. But something happened for sure, and, and Donner isn't exactly the type to... 
share. I will say this, though. I don't know how long we can keep working like this when the ghost-busting dream team's got drama behind the scenes. Yeah. I'll see if I can't get married a spell. But you're okay, right? I mean, if you want to get drinks and lament the state of your love life without it having to do with a creepy, cabinet-vomiting, horrible soul smoke, I'm game. <laughs> you read my mind, sis. Oh. Donner. Hey. Um, what's up? Anything wrong? Does anything have to be? I mean, we haven't exactly talked in a month. At least not on the phone. Speaking of that, how are you recovering from the whole cabinet thing? <laughs> Pretty alright. Honestly, after what we had to deal with with Langford, a mindless miasma of wailing souls was easier to handle. That's good. That's... Right. Um, I got an update on Langford you might want to hear. Well, I didn't get the update, but if you got time tomorrow, we can meet up with a lady who did. Yeah. Um, Langford. Um, yeah, of course. Send me the details. You got it. Are the others going to be there? Should I give Laura a heads up? Already done. You were kind of the last to know. Okay. Was I not on the priority list for people who might need to know? <sighs> I asked Laura to let you know. She told me I could tell you myself. Oh, God. Laura's staging an intervention? So that's how long we haven't talked. Not since your friend called me a sugar daddy. No. Ex. Hmm? I was my ex. You still get phone calls from your ex? We left on good terms. After everything we've been through, that might be the weirdest thing I've heard you say. You're a comedian. <clears throat> um, see you tomorrow, Donner. Yeah. See you. Like I said, I hope you're okay. I don't blame you, and this isn't an excuse, but... Mari said you knew what you were doing. And Mari's kind of our resident expert on weird stuff. Oh, lad. Don't make such a fuss. He seems lovely, but these things are temporary. Take it from me. I mean, say ye, body. Ah, dear lad. Don't fret. Nobody saw you take life in my stead. Such is the nature of magic. It chooses not to be seen, and only those who are truly observant could glimpse even a hint of it. And you ought not to feel guilty. Those men meant to harm you. I suppose I should have known better after Marianne, but well, I suppose it's different when you live it. Isn't it? I must thank you. I'm learning so much just by wearing your skin. Please do mean to And now, well, don't worry. I mean to use this power much more wisely than the others. 
Believe me when I say that the sacrifices that must be made will be worth it in the end. If I know our benefactor, and unfortunately I do, what I am doing now is nothing compared to what he's capable of. Long time no see. Evelyn! Evelyn? What's Evelyn doing here? She said she wanted to help with the situation with the foci. Figured researching the one name we've got is the safest way to get her involved. I know Google Fu. Plus, a lot of old Toronto history is stored here in the library. So, I went digging. And I found something about this Langford guy you were all looking into. Or, at least, the Langford family he's supposedly from. That's very loud, supposedly, and that is a mountain. They really let you set up shop here, huh? I know one of the librarians. He's been nice enough to let me keep all my research in one place, as long as I don't, and I quote, absolutely demolish the stacks. And, uh, don't sleep here. If I'd known you were getting this much work done, I could have dropped by to help. Or treat you to a coffee or something. Unless you've got the milk tea bug like Mary does. I'm just glad Detective Donner finally let me help. Okay, so George Langford definitely showed up a couple of times in historical records, mostly connected to this group. It only involved elite families, those in connection with noble families or the nouveau riche of the time. The Langfords were an established family, enough that I was able to get a few of their birth and death records. And wouldn't you know it... George Langford wasn't in the list. Not at first, no. There's no birth records for the guy. The closest I could find to his general age was a man named Friedrich Langford, who was the firstborn of that generation. But then, George Langford appears as an officially sanctioned representative of the Langford family for a few years in the early 1900s, in tandem with Friedrich, Francis, and youngest son Dietrich. Apart from that, and the fact that he was a part of this group, I don't know much else about him that could be helpful. This is the same group that made all the, the focus, foci things, right? What were they called? Focus folks? The focus group. If there are five of them, maybe they're called the focus five. Focus focus? Nice! The Fraternal Order of the Outstretched Hand, referred to as OFDME, Octo Fratum de Manu Extenta, in a lot of texts. So it was difficult to track a few of these down until I figured it out. What sucks is that I can't find any record of their roster. They only come up when I'm looking for specific people, as one of the groups they were a part of. Langford mentioned someone named Jean-Paul and another named Grigory. That might help. On Google, sure. Searching by first names when you're cross-referencing old newspapers is a little more complicated, not gonna lie. But I feel like I saw something about John Paul. I'll make sure to let you know what I figure out. It'll be a big help to know all these people's names. That way, I can craft some true name spells. Really beat them at their own game. Oh, what's a true name spell? Oh, um, it's what it sounds. You can make a spell more powerful when it's focused on a single person by invoking their true name. Or break someone else's spell when you have their true name to use against them. There are ways to get around it, mind you, but it helps to have them in your repertoire. That sounds awesome. I don't suppose you could teach me some, and I'm guessing it's one of those things you can't just teach, huh? 
Not without a lot more prep and a lot more time, no. I'm sorry. Sorry? No sorry. You guys kind of saved my life. I'm fine with doing what I can to help stop this whole mess. But, hey, I... I was curious about some of your tools of the trade. Like, do you use specific magical items, herbs, spells? Like, basics I can use to protect myself even without all the wild stuff you get up to? Oh boy. Hmm. You know what? Nothing wrong with some good old-fashioned herbal cleansing. Got a lot of mine from a specialty store. Here, let me send you the address. <laughs> and then he asks me whether taking it would get in the way of him finding Nirvana. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was uh, not the sharpest tool in the shed. But to be fair, for a man who thought that Nirvana was the Hindu equivalent of Christian heaven, he paid really well. Though he did think I was from Mumbai, because that's the only place in India that he knows. Well, hey, Guru Maharaj is from a general, general part of India. <laughs> Whatever's most convenient at the time, Mumbai, New Delhi, those are easy to identify, and I'm pretty sure nobody I've met here even knows Mauritius exists. <laughs> Doesn't it ever get tiring? You know, sometimes like. Not being real. It's a job. Jobs are tiring. And I can be real. In fact, I'm being real right now. I'm glad. And as much as I like joking about the beard, I, I like that you get to be real once in a while. Not a lot of people get that opportunity. Sometimes. Hmm. What about you? What about me? What does being real look like to you? <laughs> I'm always real. What you see is what you get. My dear, just because you don't put on a fake beard or accent doesn't mean you're any more real than Guru Mahadev is. Oh, so we're going there, huh? No. No, we're not. Sorry to bring down the mood. No, it's... It's just nice, I guess. Usually, at this point, the guys I like figure out the best way to say they want to keep things casual. Do you want casual? Because sometimes I feel like I'm too old to go for that. You're not even 35. <laughs> yes, well, I'm an old soul. So sue me. <laughs> well, to answer your question... It doesn't have to be, but I figure we give it more time before we jump in anything. Good thing we've got time in abundance, then. If you got this number, I'll get back to you as soon as I'm not elbow deep in my totally legal herb shipments. Vous êtes après? Examinez-vous dans ta casse. Moi, j'espérais une garde ici, parce que sinon, on te demande pas. Et que t'as pas tout mon Message after the beep. Beep! If you got this number, I'll get back to you as soon as I'm not elbow deep in my totally legal herb shipments. If you got this number,
Evelyn? Detective, something crazy is going on here at the shop, and I think you need to get here right now. What? Evelyn, where are you? So, you know how I asked Miss Mari where she got her stuff, her magic stuff? I went over to the shop, the one with the celebrity guru guy, and there's something really creepy and really wrong going on, but nobody's seeing it, and video's crapping out, and I feel like I'm freaking out, but it's just... It's just like the time at U of T, so I figured I'd call and... <laughs> okay, okay. Evelyn, get some distance. Wait for us to get there. Don't do anything. Got it. Wait, something's going on. E Evelyn? Evelyn? Oh no. What the hell do you mean, oh no? What's going on in there? And why aren't we kicking the door down? Murphy. It looks crazy, like it did with the tent. Like, normal, but if I tilt my head, it's like an optical illusion. Something changes, but I don't know what. Mari, what is going on? I, um, when I spoke to Langford, I thought when I couldn't feel his presence anymore that I trapped him or his spirit dissipated. He couldn't have gone anywhere else, but I think, I think he jumped ship. Jumped ship how? I don't think Ashvin was properly protected, especially when he broke the circle. <sighs> so, you're saying he's possessed. That he's been possessed this whole time, and we never checked to make sure he was okay? Hey! Out of the way, Donner. Not until you tell me what you're going to do, Murphy. <sighs> Nothing. I'm not going to do anything. Not until Mari tells us how to fix this. We can fix this, right? I think... I, I, I think I, I, I need to... Um, yes. Yes, we can fix this. I, I just need your help. God, that's so creepy. Nobody's even paying attention. It's like none of this is happening. Is this the last of it? Yeah, um... Did I get the spelling right? Yeah. Ashvin Kumar Bihari. And George Langford here. A true name spell needs to be exact, but at least this way I can reserve my energies for what we'll find inside. This should clear the miasma surrounding the building. And what would happen if we just walk through that miasma? Nothing good. If I reach out far enough, I can feel it leeching my energy. My magic, my life force. We need to get rid of it. Alright then. But before that, the moment we get inside and find a possessed fake guru, what's the plan? Fortunately, I've got experience with exorcism on the fly. There was this lady in Manila. <laughs> uh, remind me to tell you later. Alright. Starting now. What happened? It didn't work. I, I don't understand. It should have broken through. Um, I don't know that much about magic, but I'm guessing the burned out name of George Langford in the chalk circle means something. Oh, God. Mari? What Evelyn said. The thing with 
Langford's family. So George Langford isn't his real name. You're listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Hey everyone, this is Reg Helly, co-creator and co-producer of Hainai. Hainai is a podcast produced by Motsi Dapple and me, and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was written and directed by Motsi Dapple, who also plays the role of Mary Datuin and George Langford. The role of Evelyn was played by Natalie, the role of Donner was played by Lean Johnson, the role of Murphy was played by Edward Boxler, the roles of Ashvin and Langford were played by Adil R, and the role of Laura was played by Abigail Rhodes. We're heading for the climactic end of the first phase of Season 1. Part 2 of this episode will be released in only a week instead of the usual two. On April 11, 9pm EST, or April 12, 9am PHD. After that, we'll be going on a break for a couple of weeks. Remind me to tell you more about it later. In the meantime, to help support the production of Hainai, you can buy us a milk tea at Coffee or subscribe to our Coffee Gold at coffee.com slash Hainaipod. That's ko-fi.com slash Hainaipod. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hainaipod. You can also check out official Hainai merchandise on our Redbubble store at redbubble.com slash people slash Hainaipod. Hainai is available on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can find the links to these channels along with news and updates on our official blog, hainaipod.tumblr.com. If you get to listen, leave us a rating and review while you're at it. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at hainaipod. Once again, you guys, thanks for all your support, and thanks for listening. <laughs>